are Locked On Dolphins, your daily Miami Dolphins podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, Dolphins fans, and welcome to this Friday, August 13th edition of Locked On Dolphins, Friday the 13th. And we have uh, a little bit of the, the the spooky scaries here on Friday the 13th uh, for Locked On Dolphins because we're going to be going through what I need to say in a quick word association type format. The Dolphins need to show, specific players on the Dolphins need to show against the Chicago Bears tomorrow in the preseason game. I'm your host here on Locked On Dolphins, Kyle Krabs, managing editor of USA Today's Dolphins Wire, director of scouting at draftnetwork.com. Lifelong Miami Dolphins fan, and now myself in Chicago ahead of tomorrow's game uh, here on a work trip. And thankfully, that work trip can include a trip to Soldier Field to look at the Dolphins work trip here in Chicago. So today's objective is pretty straightforward. We're going to work through the Dolphins depth chart, and we are going to identify key areas, key action items, singular, uh, for members of the Miami Dolphins. We're going to use the updated R-Lads depth chart courtesy of the Dolphins. Of course, they released their own depth chart at the beginning of the week. Uh, And we're going to stick with notable names, uh, first and second team, just trying to get as much ground covered with the roster as we possibly can. Starting first and foremost with Devontae Parker. What do I want to see from Devontae Parker? I want to see you play. I don't know if he will. He's been held out here in Chicago against uh, the Bears. Uh, Hamstring issue. I doubt we will see him. But I'd love to see him get some reps and continue to get ready for the season and continue to uh, work, especially in a game setting, with Tua Tungvaloa and continue to work towards uh, building a a foundation of chemistry that we can be excited about based off of this year versus what we saw last year. Jakeem Grant, I need good hands. Don't catch the ball just to drop it. And Jakeem had a drop on an underthrown ball, uh, a misconnection with Tua on Thursday at practice. Missed opportunities, like Jakeem can't afford to have missed opportunities. Two or three, an interception in the end zone on Thursday's practice. Ball hit uh, Jakeem in the hands first. Defender came through Jakeem's body, uh, helped break up the pass, interception. So, like you, you're, you've heard so much of the good reports early on about all the things Jakeem does well, and it's probably really complicated and enticing to try and filter through his pros and cons. Uh, but I would just say, uh, Jakeem cannot afford to have the limitations rear their head in this wide receiver race to make the roster. Mac Hollins, let's see you keep balling, big guy. Guy was apparently too much of a, a handful and chore to cover for the Bears secondary. Uh, would expect to see... Plenty of action for Mac Hollins because it's not like he is with the ones, right? I'd get him a half a football, personally. Will Fuller, just keep doing what you're doing. <laughs> we know we ain't going to see him practice since day one. 
Uh, Albert Wilson, probably also not going to practice. Would love to see him play. At least he's shown chemistry in practice. So if he's got, they got to be conservative with him, you go right ahead at this point in the preseason. Jalen Waddell, explosive plays. That's what we need to see. This is what Jalen Waddle was brought here for. He's going to have the opportunity with some of the other wide receivers that are uh, not currently uh, active. I want to see in, against Chicago at least one play that you need to pick your draw up, jaw up off the floor for. That's my hope and expectation for Jalen Waddle. Last wide receiver we'll do is Lynn Bowden Jr. Make a play. It's been a quiet camp. The coaches referred to him as a gamer. Well, good news. The game is here. So it's time for the gamer to show up. Uh, Austin Jackson at left tackle. Technique is what I need to see. He obviously has all the physical tools to be a very effective left tackle in the NFL. How does What angles do you take on your pass set? How well do you time your hands and how well are your feet and hands tied together so you can play with functional strength? How well do you maintain your base after first contact and allow yourself to sit down on your hips and prevent giving ground to, to create a softer edge on the outside of the, uh, the pocket? This is understanding what you're seeing and, and having the muscle memory to call upon your technique is the area of growth of Austin Jackson that we need to see. And it starts in the preseason game. I don't know how long he's going to play. It's probably only going to be a handful of series, but we need to see it. I'm going to put Solomon Kinley up here now. They said uh, Liam Eikenberg shoulder injury. Uh, Brian Flores revealed uh, that was suffered during the first day of joint practices. Uh, Eikenberg did dress yesterday, uh, but it is something that they're monitoring with him. So Solomon Kinley, uh, power, push up front. I, I want to see that despite whatever concerns there are about your range, your gravitational pull as a blocker, that you can, against some stout, stout guys for Chicago, move them from point A to point B. Because that's what we're going to need to get the running game going. And I do think the ideal outcome for Miami is that Solomon Kinley wins this job. I don't know if he's going to. But showing power in a game setting, uh, especially if Akeem Hicks is the guy you're lined up across from, uh, is a good opportunity to get there. Michael Dieter on the offensive line. I want consistency. You don't got to be a star, but we shouldn't be noticing you. Snaps, consistently placed. Your fits in the run game, consistent. Keep your feet. I think this is a really good opportunity for Michael Dieter to slam the door shut on Matt Skura. And if he comes in the next week and he's still the first-team center, like, we'll write it in pen instead of in pencil. And then when it's all said and done, we'll end up writing it in Sharpie. Robert Hunt, same thing as Solomon Kinley, man. They put you inside because they think they can really unlock your power and they can help protect you with some of the physical limitations as a pass protector, so show us what the team sees so staunchly in you that while they're in the search for a starting right tackle, they're not looking at the second-round rookie 
from last year who played right tackle last year. Robert Hunt should be so good that it's like, oh my God, that's why they don't want to move him back. Do we, do I think we'll necessarily get that? I don't know. But it needs to at least be apparent. We need to see something with Flash. Jesse Davis, keep your feet. Stay aware. And I want to see against Khalil Mack. I'm sorry. <laughs> but if we're going to get a feel, if, we're, if this is an evaluation window, I want to see Jesse Davis try to block one of the most physically challenging exterior pass rushers in football for a quarter. Hopefully for a few sustained drives, not three and outs. Because if he holds his own here, you feel like he can at least hold his own against anybody unless he's schemed into mistakes. Somebody throws a, a blitz or twist or stunt at him. right? So I hope Jesse Davis draws Khalil Mack in assignment. I don't know if you guys saw this or not, but our dear friends over at Bilt Bar are making some headlines this week. They're paying for walk-on tuitions at BYU as a part of the new NIL opportunities in college football in exchange for them becoming brand ambassadors for Bilt Bar. How cool is that? Walk-on football players getting their tuition paid by Bilt Bar. Who is Bilt Bar? I'm glad you asked. Bilt Bar is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. Absolutely delicious. They taste like a feel-good story where the heart of gold is really what they taste like. But they got 100% chocolate on all their bars. High in protein, high in fiber, low in calories, low in sugar. They've got nine different delicious flavors for you to choose from. Dessert flavors, chocolate flavors, fruit flavors, you name it. So whether you're looking for something to chow down on after a workout, something to, to start your day early in the morning, grab and go, uh, something to eat in the car in between uh, doctor's appointments and gym visits and nail appointments, like whatever. Built Bar can be it. Right now you can visit BuiltBar.com, use promo code LOCK15 and save 15% off your next order. That's BuiltBar.com, promo code LOCK15 to save 15% off your next order of the world's most delicious protein bar. What do we need to see from Mike Gusecki? Stay healthy. That's what we need to see from Mike. We know what Mike's capable of in the passing game. He had a big practice, bounce back practice on, on Thursday. Uh, just keep your nose clean. Don't get hurt. That's the number one priority for Mike. Uh, Shaheen and Smythe, both of those guys. I want to see how you block in the run game. That's obviously not Mike's strength. I think the Dolphins are going to need somebody to claim that role, whether it is Durham Smythe or Adam Shaheen. So I'm looking at both of these guys, and I'm asking which one of you guys best shows the ability to create some push in the run game. And the good news is with the depth on the, at the tight end room, we'll probably see one of these guys second quarter, potentially into the third. Who makes the most of that opportunity? Because that is a role that I do consider to be up in the air. Durham Smythe is kind of the all-around 
uh, jack of all trades, master of none type. Shaheen, good red zone receiving threat, bigger body. I want to know if one of them can create some separation. For Tua, specifically, quick decision-making, continued accuracy, be aggressive. That's all. It's, it's all the stuff that we've seen transpire throughout the course of the first two and a half weeks of training camp. Now it's in a game setting, in a simulated situational setting, where the negative plays, if they do exist, are going to set your team behind the sticks. And how do you respond to that? Obviously, it's been the MO on Tua since freshman year at Alabama. First and 10 overtime national championship game, down three points. We take a 16-yard loss on a sack. And then he comes back on second and 26 and throws the game when he touchdown pass. So, that said, I want to see how Tua in a game situation is able to manage some of that roller coaster of negative plays and hopefully avoiding them while still riding the peaks of what he's capable of as a passer. Miles Gaskin, want to see how shifty you are. I want to see if there's a renewed... They talked a lot about his focus this offseason was in like yoga and trying to stay pliable. I want to see if that has paid dividends as far as what your movement skills look like. Did not get a great gauge on it when I was in South Florida for camp because the first day when they went super run heavy, they didn't really get a lot of push. So in a game setting, it should be a little easier to kind of identify uh, how he moves, and that's what I'm interested in. Defensively, got some horses up front. Christian Wilkins, Emmanuel Agba, Adam Butler, Zach Sealer, Raekwon Davis. For the ends, specifically, Wilkins, Agba. First team, quote unquote, first team starting ends. Go get the freaking quarterback, man. Especially with this offensive line. But I want to see collapsing of the pocket. I want to see penetration. I want to see stout play at the point of attack. That you could rope the entire defensive line into this. My expectations for your two deep, if for your interior line. Wilkins, Davis, Agba, Butler, Jenkins, Sealer. You should dominate the point of attack with this group of blockers up front for Chicago. Dominate the point of attack. So if the Bears come out and they run the ball down your throat, we'll have to ask some questions. We'll have to contextualize it and watch it and ask, okay, what happened and why? But my expectations for the front seven in the run game, the run defense for the first team, and even the second team for Miami, are quite high. I don't know if we're going to see Jalen Phillips. Uh, Coach Flores talked about how they, they do have him kind of on a snap count to ease him back in after he missed 10 days, but he is back at practice. Uh, maybe we'll get to see a, a defensive possession or two from him but I would expect them to be fairly guarded with him as they ease him back in. Uh, if he does play, I want to see how 
he processes information. How quickly do you react? It's one of the better things about him at Miami. Is he's pretty instinctual as a player. Can we get that same sense from him? And again, when I was in Miami, he did not practice at all. So this will be my first live look at Jalen if he does indeed play. Andrew Van Ginkle, Brennan Scarlett, once again, looking for physically dominant play at the point of attack. Control the line of scrimmage. Baker and McKinney, or I should say Baker specifically, stay healthy, much like Mike Kosecki. That's all I need to see is you're at 100% coming out of the game. Bernard McKinney is a little more interesting, right, because he was hurt in 2020, did the contract restructure. Uh, so this is not cut and dry. I want to see the intensity that he brought to day one of Pets, in which he was a heat-seeking missile. Give me one of those. Give me just one of them so I can really ramp up the excitement about you playing behind Raekwon Davis because I think there's so much potential with this if Bernard McKinney is healthy and 100%. Looks like he is. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way for you to bet on all of your favorite sports action. Baseball season is in full swing, and you can track it all at Bet Online. Get the latest news, odds, and info for your sporting news, including Major League Baseball, but also the NFL, UFC, and much more. Head over to betonline.ag on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign up bonuses, and contest information available to you. Do not sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get into the game. Head over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit using promo code LOCKED ON. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Finishing up with the secondary on what I want to see from specific Dolphins in week one of the preseason Xavier Howard, Byron Jones, get out of this game in one piece. Period. No questions asked. Eric Rowe. Keep bringing that scrap. Roe was a little chippy with Cole Komet at joint practice. Would love to see you continue to, to ramp up uh, kind of the edginess and, and physicality component of your game. Eric's so good in coverage, but the guys who challenged him the most last year were big physical guys at the catch point, but you know, avoid getting put on the poster, right? Be a pest. And be physical. So it, and that extends to even getting into run fits, and that's something Eric's, Eric talked about going back to 2020, is that's the newest part of his responsibilities in this role. Javon Holland, who may be based on a technicality of if they're going to put McCourty, because uh, McCourty is listed as the first-string free safety. Holland, get your hands on the football, baby. <laughs> he's all over the place. I want to see it in a game. I want to see it translate to a game setting. He's obviously lighting up practice with his uh, instincts and playmaking ability. And we will collectively lose our minds if he turns it around and does it again. I'm just saying. Nick Needham, want to see how you do on the outside. 
Obviously, Chicago's wide receiver room is not the most imposing beyond Allen Robinson. Darnell Mooney's expected to have a nice season, but there's not a lot of depth here. So, Nick, this is a good opportunity for you on the outside, once we go to second team, to really uh, leave no doubt that you're capable of playing there. No Igbenogany, no negative plays, no chunk plays. Don't get beat over the top. If you're going to get beat, get beat in front of you, come up, make the tackle. That is going to do it for this Friday episode. I know we went through a lot of players. Uh, a lot of players that we'll see probably the vast majority of them only in the first half. Some of these for only maybe a series or two. Uh, I get that. It's kind of the, the first we're, we're dipping our toes in the water. Uh, but there's a lot of opportunity to, to be had here for a lot of players. And even if the sample size is small, you still want to establish what your expectations are because it's part of the evaluation process. Do they live up to, surpass, or come short of where they should be at in their development as a player. And then when you get that new information, you ask yourself, okay, and what were the barriers that prevented it, or what has improved that has allowed them to exceed my expectations? So I want you guys to, to have your own expectations too. And maybe me sharing mine will be helpful for you in setting that baseline for yourself. Fins up. Keep it locked in right here on Locked On Dolphins, your team every day. I'll be at Soldier Field tomorrow. Uh, if you are a Dolphins fan and you're in the area, give me a holler. Locked on Fins. Tweet me. Send me a message. Uh, I'll let you guys know where I'm at once I get to the stadium. Hope to meet some of you guys. Here's hoping the Dolphins victory. We get a we would get a victory Monday. We uh, want to be healthy coming out of this game. We want to see good things from Tua, Waddle, Phillips, Holland. The offensive line, sending lots of good energy, lots of good vibes that it turns out that way. And regardless of how it turns out, I'll be here to talk to you in the aftermath. Kyle Krabs, Locked On Dolphins. Thanks as always for listening. Enjoy your Friday.